0: Is the bread of the children. It's your bread. You can have healing daily. You can have health daily. And I have a testimony here. Oh, I love this. Of a woman who had a huge tumor. And when we prayed on our program, the tumor disappeared. God answers prayer. Now, sometimes it's fast and sometimes it's processed. So don't get nervous. Well, God didn't heal me yet. Well, don't give up, honey. The game isn't over till you win and I want to say this to our partners Sarah and I love you so dearly we like to pray for you we like to pray daily for you and we like the special anointing that is on us to come on you that's an anointing for the word for the power of the Holy Spirit for the lost that anointing is yours as a partner now my guest today Oh, my guest today, you are going to be wild over. It's Havila Cunnington. And when you see what she's teaching, stronger than the struggle. And it has to do with our prayer life. And folks, let's get really down to being practical. Do you have a prayer life? And how do you have one? And how do you set it up? And what do you do when you don't feel like praying? And what do you do when you feel like the devil's just knocking you to the ground and stomping on you? This program is for you because your prayer life, the name of Jesus, the word of Jesus, is greater than any struggle that you are in. So as you sit there, receive the Holy Spirit's message to you. And know this program was designed for you personally. So don't Don't turn. Stay there, right there. I am always having people come to me and say, when are you going to take a team to Australia? When are you going to go to Australia? I mean, they focus on Australia. So Sarah and I are focusing on taking a team to Australia. And we would love for you to go. And when we go, you know, we see many things, and that's good. Airs rock and so on, Great Barrier Reef. but. We minister, so we have opportunities to minister, and I don't like to minister alone. I like to have a whole team with me. How about you? It's good, and Mom, not only are we going to Australia, but we're also going to Singapore. And we're going to have some ministry opportunities in Singapore and see some cool things in Singapore, too. Such a beautiful, beautiful country. So I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. Number one, we want to pray for you. But number two, we want to encourage you to come along and join this trip with us. It's going to be the trip of a lifetime. It'll turn you upside down. You'll never be the same. Do you like miracles? Of course you do. Who wouldn't? I mean, you would be stupid if you didn't like miracles. And today you're going to hear about how you can open the door for a miraculous lifestyle. See, I like miracles, but I like a lifestyle of miracles. And so I have a very special guest with her book, Havila Cunnington. I'm saying it yes, right? Yes, you are. <laughs> and you have here, Stronger Than the Struggle, yeah. which I think that's really good because prayer has to do with struggle. Yeah, so I'm delighted you're our guest thank you for having me Love having I'm you. sitting
1: with a spiritual hero so thank you for having oh, me oh
0: I don't know if you know me well enough to know I'm a <laughs> hero <laughs> I don't know if my grandchildren would say I'm a hero they would just say I'm a, I'm a good Mimi <laughs> but stronger than the struggle is very important for yeah. our people because I know all of you who are watching you have struggles I mean If I could say, I have no struggles, you'd say, Yeah, you do. You're a liar because (laughs) you're lying. We all deal with them, but. How can you win? Yeah. And you share with us how to win in a struggle. Yeah. You know, we all have struggles. I mean, that's the truth. And if you don't,
1: I always say, if you haven't gone through pain, stand up so I can punch you in the face (laughs) because it's so real. And part of the reason I wrote this book was um, I like to kind of uncomplicate complicated topics that the church has. And one of those is spiritual warfare, the battle. And we often as believers will struggle with this question. Is what I'm dealing with God teaching me a lesson? Is it the devil fighting against me? Or is it myself reaping some of the stuff that I've sowed? And if we don't know where the battle's coming from, we won't have the right battle plan. And we'll often get stuck paralyzed. We'll kind of just stay right freeze where we are because we don't know where the battle's coming from. And the only way to really know where the battle's coming from is to know the word, to be aware of the word. And so one of the key components to knowing our struggle is John ten ten, which is most of us know it's the thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy right but i've come that you may have life and have it abundantly when you look at that word thief that word in the greek means klep is means klepto which is where we get the word klepto which is the the compulsion right. yeah. so it means that our enemy of our soul wants to take from us not because we have that much but he doesn't care it's whatever we have he wants it And it also means a bandit or a pickpocket or an embezzler. And so really the enemy of our soul comes to take from us. And then you go to the second word and it says to sacrifice. And that word, uh, um, the enemy comes to kill and to steal. That word steal and kill, that word kill means to sacrifice. And you go, okay, why is God saying that our enemy comes to steal from us and he's coming to get us to sacrifice? And what I like to say is what the enemy has not taken from us He will convince us to give away. He'll so Mm. diminish what we have that we'll go, we don't have any value in it. And I understand that. You see, I was a 17-year-old girl who was a church kid, but I was definitely didn't feel like I fit in the church. I was at school trying to be cool. And one night, some guys picked my sister and I up to go to a party. We got in the backseat of this car. Music is playing. And all of a sudden, I hear the Holy Spirit begin to speak to my heart. And he's saying, Havilah, there is a call and a purpose on your life. You can't live like this. And I was so compelled to say something that I asked the guy in the front, can you turn the music down? So the guy turns the music down. And I didn't really know what to say. So I shout out over this music, I have a call of God on my life. (laughs) I love it. And it was awkward and it was messy. And as I say it, I begin to weep because I realize that I'm coming out of hiding. I'm going public. And when I say that, I say to the guy in front, I said, you're welcome to come with me if you want, but this is what I'm going to do. They dropped us off at our house. Without even asking, they took us home, which I still laugh today. And we go inside to one of our bedrooms, my sister and I, we kneel down by one of our beds, and I say, Lord, I'm not much. I'm young. I'm a girl. I have no special gifts or graces on my life. But if you can use anyone, you can use me. When I came to realize John 10:10 10, 10 that says the thief comes to steal and to kill, I realized that the enemy wasn't taking anything from me. I was giving it away because I had diminished everything that was on my life. I assumed God picked cute people. I assumed God picked educated people. I assumed God picked you know, charismatic people, and I just couldn't see God wanting my life or using my life, and I think that's where we get caught often is we just assume
0: that we have to wow God for God to pick us. And I think this is hitting some of you right where you live because you think, yeah, I think God told me to do that, but I'm just not good enough, and I don't have enough education, and I'm not pretty enough or handsome enough or whatever. You need to call us for prayer, not counsel, prayer. Yeah. But you have a book here, Stronger Than the Struggle. Yeah. And this is very key because I like your books. They're how-to books. Yeah. They're not you should only, but how-to-do. What well, you should to see the miraculous in your life. I believe God calls us to a miraculous life. Why did Jesus say abundant life? And so there's an abundant life for you. Call in, get this, and of course, get prayer. Share with us about this. Yeah, so
1: basically, uh, when it comes to us surrendering our life to Christ, well, oftentimes we can believe, well, it should be easy. I mean, now that, you know, obviously the enemy's under my feet and I'm empowered, but we often don't understand how to deal with the enemy, specifically in the church. It can be a very confusing topic. I, I like to say there's one side of the camp in the Christian church or faith based communities that never talk about the devil. I mean, it's like, if anybody acts weird, Sister So and so takes them out. We don't know what happens behind closed doors but we hope we don't catch it when they come back. And then there's another side of the church that's here a devil, there a devil, everywhere a devil, devil. I mean, it's like you sneeze, and they're like, you've been right. right. So there's this whole you know, experience. And so what I wanted to do with this book, Strong in the Struggle, was actually clarify what is our battle about? Where is it coming from? And why is it that I can be a believer and still battle? And what does that actually look like? So I go right to the book of Ephesians where Paul begins to educate the church on spiritual warfare. And he says, he gives us this whole, you know, armor that we're to wear, but he goes to the key, the key part that I wanted to really talk about is, it says, pick up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And you have to go into the Greek to understand that. Cause we say word of God is the, the sword of the spirit which is the word of God is our Bible. We used to say sword draws, grab your sword. But really, if you look at that, that word is not logos, which means entire written word of God. It actually means rhema, which means a quickened and specific word of the spirit. So he says, when you're dealing with your enemy as a believer, don't just pull your Bible out and hope that you get it. Get that quick and specific word that you've been studying, the word of God. Let the Holy Spirit go inside of the word and grab the component to fight the enemy and deal with him
0: quickly. And you share in here about how Jesus dealt with the devil.
1: He did deal with the devil very, very swiftly. In fact, we find out in Luke chapter 4 that Jesus went into the desert after 40 days and was greeted by the enemy. This is the beginning of his ministry. And it said he was led by the Spirit. He was led by the Spirit. And then he's greeted. Into a battle. Into the battle. And the enemy immediately says to him, hey, turn those rocks into bread. And Jesus goes, he doesn't say, well, did you know what happened to me in Luke chapter 3? He doesn't talk about his encounters. He doesn't talk about how his father loves him. See, a lot of the believers in church, we try to fight the enemy by prophetic words and by how love we are. But Jesus didn't do that. He took the word of God and he said, it is written every single time.
0: And see, you say, I don't really know what to do with the devil when he comes around. Well, I can tell you, this will help you to come out winning, not only to know what to do, but how to win. Yep. And you say, well, how did I get in this? And I know when I read that about Jesus, how the Spirit led him, but it said he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you read this, you will see how to use the Word, but you will see how to come out in the power of God. Now, maybe you're in a struggle today, and you can identify briefly, my children, my health, my money, maybe it's five or six things. Call us for prayer. And we're gonna pray specifically and keep it brief. But also, folks, I read all the time. So, you know, I will take this, I'll underline it. I will get good things out of this. And I know you're the same way. We want to win. God didn't make us to be a loser. He made us to be a winner. And this shows you how to win. How to win in all circumstances. And this is what I like about this book. You know, I would say this, the game is not over till I win. Yeah. So if I haven't won yet, the game isn't over. <laughs> and this book will help you to be a winner all the way through. But it will not only help you with that, it will help you with others who are failing and losing it, you know, so that you can, how can I say, you can let the Word be sharp in you. You can have revelation to walk them through. And it's shocking, the things God will give you. And we're going to be right back, and you're going to share these with us.
2: And you cannot miss it. We all face challenges. On any given day, the problems of real life can take our breath away. But the Bible says the war has already been won. So why do we still battle? For your gift of $45 or more, we will send you Havilla Cunnington's book, Stronger Than the Struggle. You will learn how to throw off misconceptions about spiritual warfare and understand what Jesus said about our spiritual authority. Ask the right questions and build a realistic battle plan to win one day at a time and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's book, Spiritual Warfare. In this hard hitting book, Marilyn shares through her own experiences how to successfully fight back using powerful spiritual weapons. And to complete this great offer, we'll send you Marilyn's Finishing Strong 2 CD teaching set. You will hear Marilyn's heart on getting priorities right and walking in the boldness God has called you to and living out that life with the Holy Spirit. Call or click today to receive this life-changing resource.
0: to win in all kinds of circumstances and i love this it says stronger than the struggle how can you be stronger than the struggle so i'm just going to share a quickie when god called me you know women were not very prominent in ministry and i said to god you know i am a woman and i was 45 years old he said i'm well aware of that he said but being a woman will never be your problem your problem will be your faith So when people say, where are your sad stories about being a woman? I don't have any, but I have a lot of faith stories and you have a faith story for us today and you show it in your book. Yeah, you know, it's
1: true. We we all fight battles and we all have to understand where they're coming from and be really clear on that because the enemy would love nothing more than to wear us out. It's really interesting. We look at Ephesians chapter six, we talk about Paul teaching the church about warfare. He says to take up the rhema word, which is the quick and specific word of the Spirit. And when he talks about that, the believers in the church would have known a lot more than we know today. See, they would have had Roman soldiers around them. They would have seen these men walking the streets at the Starbucks line. They would have seen these men. And what what you learn is that Roman soldiers would have carried a sword twice the weight every single day for endurance and strength. BUT WHEN IT CAME TO BATTLE, THEIR SWORD WAS ABOUT THE SIZE OF A DAGGER. AND THEOLOGIANS BELIEVED THAT THE SWORD ONLY HAD TO GO IN TWO, inch, two INCHES TO KILL THEIR OPPONENT. And they were taught to never cut and slash, but to stab and to use as, as little energy as possible. And what I think we do as believers is oftentimes we don't know the word. And so we just take the word and we're trying to figure out how to fight the enemy. And it's exhausting because we're taking this huge book with a lot of content and a lot of oh words. My and we're trying to goodness. figure out how to fight the enemy. Yes. And what God wants to do is give us one word, a rhema word, a quickened word, and say, deal with the enemy quickly as with as little effort as possible so that we can get into John 10, 10, the second half. The second half of John 10:10 10, 10 is not just the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but the second half is, but I've come that you may have a life and have it abundantly. The reason we're stronger than the struggle is not that we live in the struggle, it's that we get past the struggle and we begin to fight with clarity and strategy. Jesus left a strategy. Jesus could have just squashed the enemy like an ant and been like, I'm I'm done with you.
0: But instead, in Luke chapter 4, Jesus gives a strategy that we can use today. Exactly. And I like the way you bring that out, stronger than the struggle, because, folks, we need to know how to use the word. And this is a how-to book. So you say, well, I'm in a struggle. Well, call us for prayer. We're not going to counsel you. And also get the book, because it says... Thou, God, desires truth in the inward man, and in the hidden man he will make me to know wisdom. This shows you how to take the scripture, the truth in here, and make it wisdom up here. Hey, honey, you got to win. you got to call in with your prayer needs. I wouldn't get one book. Why wouldn't you use a book as a missionary? You know, you give people candy, make them fat. You know, you give them flowers, they will. I like to give books books can be passed on and you want to be a missionary I can tell you do now help us with some more of how you get stronger in the struggle you don't sure. go down.
1: you know I think sometimes us as believers we almost over spiritualize really practical things and one thing I you know I, I the subtitle to that is called uncomplicating your spiritual battle and what I find is oftentimes we think it's the devil at a 1, 1, PM, 1 a.m. in the morning, you know, Facebook meltdown, and it's not the devil. You're tired. You need to go to bed. And sometimes we feel like, well, you know, I need to be in the prayer room, and God's like, no, you need to go on a date night with your spouse and love them well, right. and we just forget that God is in the details. He's in those moments, and part of us actually living as spiritual giants, if you will, or stronger than the struggle is to actually steward our everyday life Spirit, soul, and body in a way that doesn't give the enemy a place. And sometimes I feel like as believers, and even myself, I've given the enemy a place by running around doing things, by being exhausted, by overthinking, overprocessing, by overspending, by over, you know, uh, by trying to please everybody. And that's really the enemy will come and hurt us because we get weak, we get tired, we get vulnerable. So one of the best ways, you know, the enemy, the Bible says the enemy roams around like a roaring lion right. seeking whom he may devour. Do You know when lions hunt they, hunt, they hunt late at night and early in the morning, and what I find with believers wow. is that believers often find their greatest battles are really late at night and early in the morning. Why is that? because our community 's asleep we 're without access we 're tired we 're vulnerable. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. I like to say we might kind of just run out of mercy a little bit. we need a fresh start, and so I just think sometimes we work way too hard. Uh, Because we don't steward our everyday life in a healthy way.
0: So this is telling you how to set your day up. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I had someone say to me the other day, how do you set up a plan for your day? And that's very, very key. Because if you lose that time, you don't get it back. And the Bible really teaches us how to steward a day. So I like this because... I like somebody. Give me the steps. Me too. Help me to be practical. Don't just tell me, read your Bible and think good things, but tell me how to. You need to know how to. And maybe you're having a mental struggle. Maybe you're having a struggle with your time. Oh, you don't know how to set up a plan for time. Call us for prayer, but get the book. And because you'll listen to us and you'll say, oh, that's good. I really want to remember that then you'll forget it. You'll watch another program and forget it. And so, be certain you get the books. Now, tell us some more, because we want to be strong yeah. in our struggle. Another
1: area that we can often find that the enemy has access to us is through offense. And we don't like to talk about this. I mean, they always say that, you know, everybody, it's the thing that everybody talks about, but nobody has, which is offense. <laughs> and I think the truth is, is that if we don't understand that the enemy, the Bible says very clearly that the enemy, the offense is the trigger to the trap for the enemy to come into our lives. So when we have hurt relationships, or broken things that happen in our lives, you know, we're all going to experience relational breakdown. We're all going to experience people, feelings get hurt. Things are said. We all said things we are embarrassed. We shouldn't have said. That's normal. But what happens is it's how we deal with that moment. And if we don't deal with it, the Bible says that it actually gives the enemy access. And uh, that word in the Bible means that, uh, you know, we used to have animals. uh, We lived in L.A., but we had this uh, backyard, and it was backed up against the uh, the mountains. And we had a possum problem. You ever seen possums? They're horrible. They're like little little devils <laughs> they're rats they're huge but they basically they would put traps out and they would put food in the trap and the possum would go in and it would lock the the door shut and what it says in the bible is that offense is the trigger to the trap it's the thing that locks us in the moments so when we don't deal with offense in our hearts we actually get locked into seasons you ever met somebody who got stuck in 2003 oh. and you go why are, i thought it happened yesterday yeah. and they talk as if it happened yesterday but it was 10 years ago or 15 years ago the the reason is offense, tr- it traps us in a moment and it, it really hinders us. And so part of the way that we get stronger in the struggle is we deal with the broken relationships in our lives and we actually choose to forgive
0: and we choose to let go and we actually
1: choose to ask forgiveness.
0: And, you know, I think all of us have had people who offended us, especially family things, yeah. you know, when my husband and I got spirit filled, my mother's side of the family just dropped us, dumped us. Mm. They just thought we were, can I say it like this? Poor, ignorant, white trash. (laughs) And, you know, we thought, wait a minute. But then when we got involved, got on television, they thought we were really nice. Well, then I think, I don't want to be nice to you. You don't just really like me for what I am. And maybe you have people like that. Now, we're not going to have a lot of detail to pray with you, but just say, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my stepsister and let him pray with you but get the book and feed on it underline it because folks books are to help us behave and this book will help you behave so put your hand on your heart say this is a book I need because I need to know how to behave and I always do I'm always looking for this in all kinds of situations and circumstances I know what a blessing it'll be to you now And our next part, I know you have some very awesome things. Kind of give us a little tease for our next section. Well, I think it's important that when we understand
1: where the battle's coming from, we know how to fight it. So we're going to talk about where the battle's coming from and how to
0: fight it well. Good, good. But when she shares with you, she's showing you how to win in the battle. Thanks be unto God, who always leads us to triumph in Christ, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his what can I say, the fragrance of his wisdom in every place. I'm telling you, this next part will give you winning perfume. You're going to come out of this and say,
2: yeah, negative, but I sure smell good. We all face challenges. On any given day, the problems of real life can take our breath away. But the Bible says the war has already been won. So why do we still battle? For your gift of $45 or more, we will send you Havilla Cunnington's book, Stronger Than the Struggle. You will learn how to throw off misconceptions about spiritual warfare and understand what Jesus said about our spiritual authority. Ask the right questions and build a realistic battle plan to win one day at a time and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's book, Spiritual Warfare, In this hard-hitting book, Marilyn shares through her own experiences how to successfully fight back using powerful spiritual weapons. And to complete this great offer, we'll send you Marilyn's Finishing Strong 2 CD Teaching Set. You will hear Marilyn's heart on getting priorities right and walking in the boldness God has called you to, and living out that life with the Holy Spirit. Call or click today to receive this life-changing resource.
0: Now if prayer makes a difference We need to pray for you and make a difference today. So would you please pray? I would love to. Lord, I thank you for every man and woman that are watching today. I
1: thank you that you have created them to be stronger than the struggle, that you are inside of them and you're empowering them. And I ask right now that any demonic realities in their life, whether it be voices or whether it be thoughts, Lord, I pray that you would break the power of those things right now and they would begin to believe truth over their life. Lord, you said you came to set us free and I ask for freedom to come Mm -hmm. into all into their mind, will and emotions, God, that they would feel your presence at work in them. Lord, they are stronger than any struggle that they
0: face today. Bless them today in Jesus name. I am so happy that you got prayer. Now, let it make a difference. Put faith in God. Well, you say it won't work for me. Don't don't do that. Say it is working for me. It is changing things. Prayer brings transformation. And so we're not going to give up or it doesn't make any difference. I've had prayer before. No, no. You had prayer today. And it's a very important time. And I'm going to name this time your transformation time. I love transformation. And folks, God made us to go from faith to faith, strength to strength, glory to glory. You're going to go into a higher level of glory. You are going to go into a higher level of faith. And you're going to go into a higher level of strength. God is making you win in this.